Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. Each week, I'll bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way. There's always bigger, brighter waves to surf that will change our world. So grab your boards. Hello, and welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. Today, we're going to be surfing the banana peel waves. And so when we think about somebody slipping on a banana peel, it seems really funny, but sometimes it's not. And sometimes it's about letting the energy just sort of happen and then picking up the pieces after. So it's funny sometimes when it happens to us, sometimes other people, but I'm kind of using this idea to have us look at some of the energy that happens when we got to show up and do stuff when we don't want to do it. And so there are times that we have to do the thing we don't want to do. And how do we get through that? And so it would be great if we could create a space where we could be part of the experience before us, where you can be you, you can let everything around you have its space and it's great space to be and everybody's happy. But that little tiny piece of utopia or perfection is usually not happening. And the problem is that life can come at you at like 90 miles an hour and then you have to keep on your wave. And you had a plan and you got to stick to it, but the chaos continues. <laughs> As the chaos continues, you start to forget what you were aiming for and what wave you were surfing in the first place. So we've looked at this from a couple different angles and other shows. Um, and what we want to do today is to get to a space of allowing and accepting the things around us. And it doesn't have to be everything. And it doesn't have to be uh, a state of perfection. Um, and even though you may not like what's before you, uh, you're not judging it and you're finding a way to be neutral. And it's a space where there's no separation between you and the you, you and the big godlike person of you. So it's kind of hard to think about all of that without getting really outside of our bodies. So today we're just going to kind of look around our space, see what's happening and pick up pick out a couple of tools or create tools that will help us with this. And hopefully I got a couple of examples that are pretty mundane and everyday sort of type of experience, but we'll see how, how far we get. If you notice yourself getting a little unconscious or sleepy, you want to take a nap, that's okay. We want to notice what that is. We want to notice where you check out because where you check out and you don't want to participate or you don't want to uh, be in present time with an energy, then you know it's the past or the future. <laughs> so if you're not if you're not here with us, <laughs> and I'm tripping up all my words, if you're not here with us, surfing the psychic waves, you're somewhere else. And where is that? Is it in the past or in the future? And the most energy you could possibly have is in present time. You can have as much as you want. And so most of us want to be there. But sometimes there's energy of the past or the future that we're trying to resolve or we're working on. And we got to be over there for a while. So it might give you some clues to some of the situations we're going to find ourselves in today. Some might be easy and some might be tough. And we're not looking for the deep, dark, dark night of the soul 
type of situations. Uh, we're not asking you to love that person that really hurt you. We're not, we're not doing that. We're somewhere in between that everyday life experience of where you're participating with the world, but there's still stuff you don't want to do. And so we're not looking for somebody else's conflict in your space or, or any of that. We don't want the super heavy stuff. But as you'll see today, there's so much happening in the regular everyday life that you're like, oh, well, no wonder I'm tired <laughs> or whatever. So sometimes you want to conjure up more energy for the everyday things, the everyday uh, sort of experiences. And humor is always great to use. It's super fun to use it. It means that the other person or the other situation has to match your vibration to get up into that humor area. <laughs> it's a higher emotion. And that's really fun. Because if you can find humor in a situation, wow, you're like way ahead of everybody. And what happens is everybody's trying to bring you back down and you're trying to bring them up. And so then here comes a conflict all over again. So we want to find this funny banana peel space in our mind, but we got to practice. Um, like I said, life is coming at us 90 miles an hour all the time. And uh, there are ways to do things, the meditation, to give you a little bit of that muscle. So when it does happen, you have places to go, things to think about, stuff to do when you encounter these situations. Um, so sometimes humor doesn't quite work for the situation, um, maybe completely inappropriate. And sometimes you need other things. And maybe it's an energy like respect. That's a real sneaky one because it covers so many things and yet no one uses it. Um, sometimes we can use peace. There's lots of folks out there using peace and that's great. You can jump on that wave. Sometimes it's about friendship and that's great too finding maybe a little bit of common ground. Um, and that's kind of fun. And that can be fun in areas where you don't know everybody really well. Uh, when you do know people really, really well, you might be looking for the energy of a truce. <laughs> a truce for that moment, for that day, for that hour. So the energy of truce just might give you a little bit of space to do something different, change the energy around. So sometimes in the moment, we are noticing conflict or the drama or the flaws with the situation around us. And that helps us to start judging. We get really good at judging. We're in the middle of conflict or drama or looking at the flaws around us. And uh, once you start judging, then you can start deciding. <laughs> and it seems like you're making choices, but you're just sort of laying down the energy and making it immovable. And so what you want to do is the opposite, is you want the movement back. <laughs> Summer McStravick has a whole podcast called Flow Dreaming. We want to get there. <laughs> we want to just be able to have the flow. So anyway, when we look at conflict or drama or the flaws with the situation, what we end up doing is starting to carve out what our wants are in a situation and then we're stuck with it. So we don't want that either. So you can use other energetic waves. And we'll do some of this meditation. Um, but I'll give you some examples outside of meditation. So to get out of this conflict drama 
flaw kind of stuff. You could just study the energetic interactions. Like where's the energy flowing? Who is in the middle of it? Who keeps getting sort of bombarded with energy? Who's sort of left alone in the situation? What, where is the movement sort of happening? And where do you need to have your energy in the moment of this? So do the waves look like they're calm when you're in the moment of studying something? Are you removed from it? Do you have some more space because you're looking at an energy, like studying the energy, like in quotes? Um, are the waves quiet? And maybe that's what you need. So are you studying the waves, finding different ways to make them bigger or smaller? Um, maybe the conflict has a sound and now you don't hear that sound anymore when you're studying the waves. So if you change the sound or the song in your head to this conflict drama thing in front of you, will that change your response? It might, it might not. But you want to look at that as a possibility of something else you could do instead of just jumping in the conflict wave and getting all messed up. <laughs> so sometimes there's other situations that arrive on our plate, like you're in a super boring meeting having something to do with work. And uh, you have to show up and you have to pay attention, but you just want to take a nap. So where does your energy need to be so you can participate easily, calmly, peacefully, even if you're sat next to someone who hates your guts or they hate your guts or you hate their guts? how to say it a couple of times because it kind of goes both ways. So I'm being funny here, but on a planet of billions of people, not every moment, not everyone is going to be able to like you. <laughs> so if that's the case, um, there might be a time where you're sat next to someone who just is like, ew, get away from me. <laughs> and then what do you do? You're stuck there. You have to finish the meeting or whatever. So you could think of it in terms of the earth. So sometimes people hate the weather. They don't like the wind. They don't like how it messes up their hair. Um, sometimes it's the rain that ruins everything for somebody. Sometimes it's the boiling sun. But the earth gets blamed for the sun's rays. It's not the earth's fault, but we still blame the earth. Oh, it's so hot out. Like it's the earth's fault. So you surfers know what I mean, is that there's this kind of switching of the energies back and forth sometimes. So it might have looked like a boring meeting, but behind the scenes, there's all this conflict all over again. People liking people, people not liking people, people don't want to sit next to each other. Like, wow, it was just a meeting for 20 minutes. <laughs> How could this all go so wrong? And then, you know, nobody wants to talk to anyone after. So, you know, there's a lot of business situations that this happens where you have to do stuff that you don't want to do. So where do you have to be energetically to take it all in? So in that boring meeting, are you able to mine it for information? Like, do you put on an energetic helmet on with the light on it? And you're looking around to see where are the little nuggets of gold in that meeting? Are you using the short board to surf in and out of the boring stuff to find the meaningful stuff? Or... Do you do something else completely different where you repeat a phrase over and over in your mind? 
So on the outside, you might look bored like everyone else in the meeting, but on the inside, you're thinking about something magical, some manifestation that you can't get enough of, like a billion dollars, a Ferrari, or some other glamorous thing. And sometimes you having a focus inside your head of something super outlandish like that in the middle of a boring meeting changes the energy. And so in the middle of the boring meeting, you're not thinking about causing change, but you could. So in meditation, in a few minutes, we're going to bring out the tools that can help us use different things in these types of situations. And so we'll look at present time and the scenario of embarrassment and immaturity and where to use that banana peel sort of energy. Uh, there'll be another scenario of present time and looking towards the future and how do you get back to present time. So this could be something like a mistake or a flaw or a falling that has to do with some kind of conflict. It's kind of that space where somebody's going to start calling people losers and winners pretty soon. <laughs> and we want to stop all that. <laughs> Um, as a psychic surfer, you probably don't operate in that sort of dichotomy of yes and no. You want it all. So we'll look at that too. And sometimes it has to do with the future. And if we were just wandering back to present time waves, then everything opens up again. So I put these things together because sometimes we get roped in too to somebody else's wave. And we have a choice to look at the energy just be a witness, an observer, where you have a choice to get involved or not. And if you get involved now, what happens to future events? So that's sometimes the reason why we're in present time and future time at the same time. And then we're going to take a look at a little bit of that hatred stuff between past life energy, uh, things that have happened in the past, just this lifetime, and being in present time. So it's that scenario of sitting some next to someone who doesn't like you very much and you're stuck there. What do you do? So let's just take a deep breath and let's start to crawl into the center of our head. And if you notice on the outside of your space, it's like all these little sort of energy shapes and sounds that are circulating our aura. And what we want to do is from the base of the spine to the center of the earth, we just want to ground our space. We are grounded during the day, but when we're um, encountering other situations like this, that we want to make changes, sometimes we float up above our body, outside of our body, sometimes above our head, sometimes we're at the way back of our aura kind of closing our eyes, not wanting to look, trying to hide. That usually doesn't work. So let's just take a deep breath and notice all those layers of the aura starting to come around us, about two feet above us, below us, and side to side. You want to call in that aura. And we're going to ground that aura into the center of the earth. then I'd like you to just have some of that earth energy start to bubble up the soles of the feet, through the legs, through the hips, into that 
the first chakra at the base of the spine. And you'll notice some of that earth energy starts to bubble up the spine. Over the shoulders, down the arms, out the palms of the hands. Some of that earth energy is going to continue through the fifth chakra at the throat, which we'll want to take a look at what's happening in, in the fifth chakra um, when we're sort of stifled energetically in a situation that we can't get out of. There's a lot of strangling energy that will come up. So just any energy that might be showing up now, you could just release it back to the grounding cord, back to the center of the earth. Let some of that earth energy continue to flow into the sixth chakra, center of the head, and out the top of the chakra. Top of the head, summit chakra. Kind of creates a little fountain. And then we also want to call in the energy of the sun, that solar light above our head. And just have have it start to filter into your space from the top of the head, down the back channels of the spine, into the first chakra at the base of the spine, up the front channels of the spine, through the legs, through the arms, out the palms of the hands, continuing up through the fifth chakra at the throat, sixth chakra center of the head and out the top of the head. And some of that solar light will continue down the grounding cord connecting to the center of the earth. So at some point, you start being a column of light. So just take a deep breath and know that you're in the center of your head. And it's easier to look at energy when you're in the center of your head. You might feel a little pressure there some days, some days not. So I'd like you to just let that be big. The center of your head space might be filled with a comfy chair, a big screen out in front of you. It's just you in there. No other folks at this point. And sometimes looking at energy on that screen out in front of you is a lot easier than jumping into the energy wherever it is. It also helps you maintain this sort of present time space. So one of the things that you can think about is when you are in a situation that you don't want to be in, the first thing you can do is ground. You can ground the room. You can ground yourself. You can ground the table that might be in that meeting room. You can ground the building that you have to walk into. You could just start grounding everything. And the beauty about that is that it gives you something to do. And it's easy to be in the center of your head grounding things. So easy. Up in the sixth chakra center of the head, it's a lot more neutral. There's a lot less emotions in here. You have that big cranium (laughs) cranking out all sorts of facts and figures. And then you get your psychic space. 
And there's just a little bit less emotion up in here. And so while we're not necessarily using our analyzer part of the brain right now, we're trying to use the other parts of the brain that let you encounter the psychic space. It's there for you just in case. So just take a deep breath and notice that like, wow, you are already equipped to handle stuff just by being in the center of your head. So just take a deep breath and notice like, oh, I already have a tool. (laughs) It's in my brain. This is wonderful. So there we go. Just take a deep breath, kind of enjoy that space. Being in the center of your head, it's a lot easier to find humor. And not all situations require a humorous response in your head. I'm not saying that you need to start telling jokes to a room of people who don't want to hear them. But in the center of your head, you can be looking for the humor in whatever's around you. And it's much easier to do that from the center of your head. A little less emotion You're a little less tied to everything. And yet at the same time, you can look and observe what is happening in present time. It's much easier to be in present time in the center of your head. So again, you have this other tool that's happening for you where you can use humor if you'd like to. Sometimes it can be a funny song. Sometimes it can be looking at a banana peel. So instead of rose-colored glasses, you have banana peel glasses where you're seeing (laughs) banana peels everywhere all over the room that you're in. You might notice people slipping and falling, and maybe there are real funny outcomes to that. In the center of your head, nobody gets hurt. Everybody laughs it off. It's just a funny space. But if you notice your energy changes in the center of your head, you're able to match that banana peel energy. And it's taking a little edge off something being very serious. And if you're not so serious, you can be creative at solving problems. So let's get to our next little piece that we might want to consider and that if banana peels aren't going to work, there might be something else already in the center of your head that might work. So being a spirit in the body, grounding to the earth, connecting to the solar light of this giant cosmic sun that we see every day, you're in between two friends and having respect for these two giant entities that have been in the universe for billions of years. We don't know how long, but they've seen it all. And since you're kind of in the middle of these two big friends, you can sort of get into this space of realizing that you have respect for these two entities that you're connected to right now. And so while you may not have respect for everything going on 
in front of you or the situation you're in, you actually do have a space to honor this present time that you're in as you're connected to the earth and connected to the sun. Just take a deep breath and notice that space from the center of your head. So you have another tool and it kind of comes with a couple of things with it. So you get respect, you get two friends, and these two friends know a lot of stuff. They've seen it all. There's nothing you could do that could offend them. And you can just honor this space by having respect for the earth and the sun. You don't have to do anything. You're just connected to them. That's the doing that you you that creates this energy. Just saying hello to the earth and to the sun. It might just give you enough space to look for other places where respect is present. Sometimes it's respect for an opinion or an approach or an opportunity or a path forward or maybe there's multiple paths forward to whatever the situation is and this is just one of them that you might be seeing out in front of you. But again, if you just come back to the center of your head, which is one of the tools, you come back to the earth and the sun, which you can still ground and connect to in the middle of meeting. You don't need to go into meditation for that. You're not alone and you're not separate. You're connected. And that tool of connection allows you to see other things about the situation. And you're out of judgment because you have these two giant friends next to you (laughs) that have seen it all. And the earth and the sun can't judge. That's not what they're doing as energetic beings. So they serve as an example. And it's like, oh yeah, that's what I was doing. That was the wave I was surfing. I was just trying to get to respect. Oh, great. Well, I can just match the energy of the earth or the sun or both. Cool. So now I have another tool. So I can sit there in the room being bored out of my mind, but I still have two friends with me. I'm not alone. I'm not separate. (laughs) And so that sounds very funny, but um, it works. So just take a deep breath and notice that space behind your eyes. Notice that your energy is a little bit different. If any sort of situations came up in your mind that are reminding you of like, but what about that? Remember when that happened? That was awful. Okay, I'd like you to just ground that back into the center of the earth. The earth is like, thanks for releasing that energy because you don't need it anymore. So that's the other piece to this is that sometimes we have a hard time letting go of energy and finding humor in things and being respectful. And it might be that we just don't have all the information yet and we're still looking for that information. So I'd like you to just take a deep breath and notice that space behind your eyes in the sixth chakra. And I'd like you to think about a couple of situations where you just can't let it go. You don't have to let it go in this meditation. 
We just want to know what that is. Sometimes there are things that we're still figuring out. And so what tool or what energetic space would you be to have that energy maybe float in your aura, but have it not be a problem? There's going to be a human on the planet that has bothered you so much (laughs) that you're not going to get over it. And I'm just saying that it's okay. The earth and the sun understands. You have these two giant friends next to you and they're like, yeah, I still like you. (laughs) It's okay. So I'd like you to just notice that there's some of the things out there that might be in past time. It could also be past life. So there is some of that where you just know, like, there's that person that, like, it has been lifetime after lifetime. <laughs> I don't I don't need to even say too much to uh, you sensitive surfers out there. You already know what I'm talking about. There's just, you know, that human out there that's just ready to push you off your board. So it's okay. So where is that? I'd like you to take that picture and I'd like you to make it very small. So it can still be in your space. It can still be floating around your aura somewhere. You can throw it in the back of your aura. That's okay for now. But it can be a very small picture. Because if the earth and the sun were talking to you like they are now, that energy would be really small. And so in this moment, in this meditation, you can let it be really small. And if it helps to imagine that situation, having a couple of banana peels thrown at it, great. That's great. But sometimes it's not that way. It's more like other past lives or past uh, situations that just have gone on and on. And so any of that, I'd like you to just make the picture very small. You don't have to do anything about it right now. And then sometimes we think we're in present time, but actually we're in the future. And in the future, we're imagining having to sit next to that person that we can't stand. And then all these other things are going to happen. So it's like having a future fear. And it's sort of coupled with a little bit of hatred, a little bit of judgment, a little bit of deciding how the future is going to unfold. And so I'd like you to think about those sort of situations There's always somebody from high school that shows up for lots of us. So I'd like you to just imagine that person out on that screen from the sixth chakra in your head. And what we would like to do is to start letting this energy be very generic. So even though you're way out in the future, we got to get you back into present time. That's your part in this scenario. Out in front of you, You're just going to let any energy 
of that person that's out in front of you ground to the center of the earth. You're going to let the earth take care of it. So that person has all sorts of stuff going on. If you're feeling kind, you can connect them to the sun as well. And let the sun deal with that person as well. You can just have them start to disappear. Sometimes uh, they turn into something a little more generic. So they don't have the same face. They're just kind of like a mannequin type of person. They don't have their usual attributes. Because in the future, anything can happen. So you're not deciding what this person's going to look like or do or say. You're just taking the charge or the energetic sort of signature of this future event. And you're just letting the earth and the sun handle it. And you're just climbing back into present time. So wherever you were thinking about the future, sometimes we're way up in the upper areas of our aura. Sometimes we're at the back. Sometimes we're way out in front of our body. I'd like you to just come back to the center of your head. And notice again that you have like another tool. That this person that you're so worried about in the future, sometimes it's a situation you're worried about in the future. You can release the energy of all the judgments and decisions you might have had around that person, place, or thing. And let the earth and the sun handle it. And what you're doing is coming back into present time. And you have all this other energy to deal with and to experience. Because in present time, the situation isn't there. Because you're in the present. (laughs) That gets a little bit annoying. So if you want to think about it in a different way, you can always have some banana peels show up for the future. Because if you allow things not to be so serious in the future, then you're that closer to something being more creative, more inspirational, more imaginative, more fun in the future. So just take a deep breath and notice that space. It seems so simple. (laughs) So any place where you're thinking... Or I guess you're judging yourself, you're upset with yourself for getting way out there in the future. I'd like you to just come back. I'd like you to just uh, enjoy a little bit of that peaceful present time energy. You can release the future to the future. Just take a deep breath and notice that space in your head. Sometimes we like to imagine things in the future and it's going to be so great and we're going to manifest all the stuff and here comes this red Ferrari and oh yeah, a little private jet (laughs) or whatever uh, you feel like having in your future time dreams. And now everything's fun again. So just take a deep breath, notice that space in the center of your head. 
if it helps to put up all those beautiful future manifestations in the center of your head on that screen, that's great. All right. Now we're going to kind of look at a, another space, this present time space. And I'd like you to put up on that screen anything that is embarrassing to you in present time. It can be little, it can be big. Uh, there's another piece to this where sometimes we're immature. We might be a fully grown adult, and yet we still act mature, immature in certain ways around certain subjects. Sometimes embarrassment and immaturity lead to other uh, behaviors like maybe gossiping, saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. Sometimes it leads to other unconscious behavior. And so in present time in the center of your head, where do you want to be? You have so many things that you could choose. You can choose peace in present time. You can choose friendship. You can decide there's a truce between you and any other present time conflict with any person, place, or thing. There's always that store that you can never go to because you can never find a parking space and it's so hard to get there and you just don't want to go there and you don't want to do it. And, oh my God, it's going to take so much time and you're exhausted and want a nap. And so if any of that kind of energy shows up, you can declare a truce and change the energy right in present time. It might be true that no one on the planet can find parking at that Trader Joe's <laughs> or whatever. Or it might not. Or you could just jump out of that energy and declare a truce that you don't get into that energy, that conflict, that drama. And instead you conjure up the energy of a truce. So take a deep breath. Notice the space in the center of your head. We haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> We've only been in the center of our head. We have these two best friends of the earth and the sun as we're in this calm of light. So I'd like you to think of any other place, person or thing that you would declare a truce. Sometimes we can go uh, to a certain place or experience a situation where it doesn't ever have to feel like it did before. So you can release the past time energy for it 
and you don't need to get out into future time about it and declare that it's going to be awful or it's going to hurt or it's going to be boring in the future. You can come back to present time and declare a truce throw a couple of banana peels around and suddenly it's not that bad. Maybe you don't even need to do that thing. Maybe it's not an errand you have to run. Other times in present time, we can look at places where we can establish a friendship in present time. So just take a deep breath and notice that space in your head. I'm not sure why, but humans are kind of attuned to looking at conflict in a certain way, but we don't need to start there. So in the center of our head, I'd like you to think about any of the people, places, or things that you might like to start a friendship with. This seems so simple, but it starts to open the door to other things. So the earth and the sun have all these things they're doing all the time simultaneously. They're friends with everybody. So you have an example. You don't have to be friends with everyone on the planet, but you can pick a few out. And sometimes a friendship can start with just something really funny, like a banana peel. So just take a deep breath and notice that space. That the minute you start thinking about friendship, all this other stuff happens in your brain, kind of opens things up. It's a path forward. It's a door opener. Great. So if there's any of those friendships hanging around, that you'd like to have occur, you can let them go to different spots in the body, in your aura or a chakra. So you have them in present time. And the other part to this is I'd like you to look at any of the areas in present time that you would like a little more peace. Sometimes we identify what peace is by the lack of conflict, or sometimes it's um, that the energy is able to move at a very fast pace. There's no sort of hangups. Things are flowing. Other times it has to do with music or sound. 
Sometimes uh, different days require different types of peace. So uh, you might want to look in the center of your head on that screen out in front of you and look at what kind of peace you need today. It might be pink, it might be yellow. It might be a certain song. It might be a type of energy like hearing the ocean. And as you look at that peaceful energy, you might notice that you're still connected to the earth, you're connected to the sun. You might ask them for their ideas of what peace is for you today, just today. We want to keep present time to just being today. Sometimes the earth has ideas for you, sometimes the sun, sometimes both of them. Sometimes you'll hear this communication with pictures, or colors. Whenever that uh, peaceful experience is, I'd like you to bring it in in the form of a golden sun above your head. And I'd like you to ask the earth to bubble it up through your space, from the center of the earth to the base of the spine, bubbling up the spine through the legs, coming through the sun. Notice that peaceful state start to fill in your space. And that type of peace might have other things with it. It might not look like anything you've seen before. That's fine. So just let that peace flow through your space, flow through the aura, flow through the cells of your body, above your head, below your feet, side to side, front and back. Just notice that you're still in the center of your head. And that peaceful state might come with a couple of giggles. And then out in front of you from the center of your head, I'd like you to take one more look at that word respect again. So in the people, places, and things around you, I'd like you to think about that word respect as an energy, it might have a color to it. If it seems rigid, I'd like you to throw a couple of banana peels at it. We'd like to open that energy up
to be able to embrace whatever experience you're having today. Sometimes the energy of uh, the word respect comes with a lot of other people's energy on it. And I'd like you to make it yours today. So sometimes it comes with a couple of banana peels. It comes with uh, people being allowed to not be perfect or a situation to not be perfect and to be what it is. Sometimes it comes with acceptance. Sometimes it comes with other things other types of energies like calm or laughter. It might come with a smile. It might come with a hello. It might come with a spiritual hello. Just notice what that energy is and what you might need in that space. you don't quite know what that is for you, I'd like you to ask the earth and I'd like you to ask the sun. Ask them for their ideas. Sometimes when we hear the word respect, we think about others and sometimes we need to think about ourselves. So just take a deep breath and notice that I'm trying to talk very gently, but just be, I'm trying to be respectful. So just go back into the center of your head. Notice that the earth and the sun are very respectful. Notice that energy And any place uh, that you would like healing in that area, you can invite the earth and the sun to let these healing energies flow, having to do with the word respect. And if you need to lighten the mood, you can always throw a couple of banana peels around. It usually does the trick. You might notice different layers of the aura releasing energy. You might notice energy in the fifth chakra at the throat releasing. Somehow between respect and peace and friendship and calling a truce, (laughs) our fifth chakra at the throat gets involved. That's a lot of clear audience. That's a lot of the background conversation that doesn't get said out loud sort of hangs out all those things left unsaid hang out in the fifth chakra at the throat so you can just release any energy you would like to out of that fifth chakra let that space be filled with energy from the earth and the sun They let these healing 
vibrations release. Great. Okay. So I'd like you to take a deep breath. Come back to that space in the center of your head. For the rest of today, I'd like you to notice how many banana peels you could throw at different situations if that comes to mind. You might let yourself study energy that's out in front of you. You'll notice that you can use the center of your head a lot more. You can bring the earth and the sun with you for the rest of the day. And so stay tuned for more on Inflow Radio. Surfing the Psychic Waves with me today on InflowRadio.com. You can find me on Twitter at Christina Surfing or find me Surfing the Psychic Waves on SoundCloud or on Facebook and let me know what waves you're surfing. This show is brought to you by InflowRadio.com the best curated talk radio network for personal development, wellness, spirituality, and conscious business.